Welcome to the Grumman Podcast, a weekly concoction of irreverence, humor, and science designed to nourish your mind and brighten your day. My name is Miguel Hernandez, and in today's episode, I'll talk about why there's nothing wrong with being an introvert. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'm almost done reading Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking by Susan Cain. In a nutshell, Susan claims that introverts have as much to offer to our society as extroverts do. Introverts simply accomplish things quietly, but they sure can accomplish great things. And there are many examples of famous introverts like Einstein, Gandhi, Rosa Parks, Bill Gates, Steven Spielberg, Sir Isaac Newton, Eleanor Roosevelt, Mark Zuckerberg, Larry Page, and of course, the one and only, and not so famous, Miguel Hernandez, me. Susan admits to being an introvert herself. She would rather spend an evening reading books than socializing. However, through a lot of work, she pushed herself not to become an extrovert, but to do more of the things extroverts find easier to do, like public speaking. Unfortunately, as Susan points out, there's still a social stigma against introversion, where extroversion is seen as a positive trait associated with successful people. Introversion is seen as a negative trait associated with weaklings and loserous, a word I just invented. But this was not always the case. Before the turn of the century, many of the traits associated with introverts were highly regarded. This was the era of the culture of character. As people flocked to the cities and getting noticed among strangers became more difficult, we transformed into a society of attention-seeking salesmen. The culture of personality was born and many traits associated with extroversion started to be correlated to success in business and in life. The problem with being an introvert today is that you may think there is something wrong with you. At least that's what I thought for many years. Of course, when I was growing up, I didn't know I was an introvert. I just noticed I enjoyed a lot time alone, tinkering with tools, playing in the garden, reading, spending countless hours building Lego contraptions. My mom has many times told me the story of when I was around 12 and my friends came to visit and I asked her to lie and tell them I was sick and I couldn't go out and play with them. I was fine. I just wanted to play with my Legos. Although my mom understood and supported my desire to spend time alone, it was heartbreaking for her to see my friends leave sad without me. Through her bestseller book, Susan is empowering millions of introverts to accept themselves, to understand that there's nothing wrong with introversion, and to embrace and exploit the traits that are more common among introverts like focus, attention to detail, being more observant, being better listeners, and seeking deeper connections. Well, thank you, Susan. You have given me permission to be okay with being, as my wife puts it, an antisocial weirdo. Yeah! Actually, I had given myself permission to be okay with who I am long time before Susan came along, but it's nice and reassuring to learn about the power of introversion from a different, well-researched perspective. And all of this so I can get to the part of this message that I really wanted to get to. Here we go. Being loud doesn't make you right. I say this because most people tend to attribute more validity to statements made by extroverted people than by introverted quiet types. For instance, subconsciously, we are prone to believe more someone that speaks loud and with confidence than someone that doesn't, even if both people are saying the same exact thing. 
What's worse, most of us are more likely to believe a confident, good-looking extrovert telling a lie than a shy, average-looking person telling the truth. This may explain why many companies, institutions, and countries end up being run by big, fat, lying extroverts. And unfortunately, as long as we keep confusing extroversion and good looks with proficiency, intelligence, and trustworthiness, we're doomed to have our world be ruled by incompetent, loud, and obnoxious individuals. So what can we do? If any of this is news to you, I would recommend reading Susan's book. She does an excellent job at explaining the difference between introverted and extroverted people and how can both types coexist harmoniously. Susan provides plenty of examples of great introverts and extroverts working together, including that one of Franklin D. Roosevelt, extrovert, and Eleanor Roosevelt, introvert. If you don't feel like reading it, no problem. Then here's what you can do. If you're an extrovert, learn to become a better listener and appreciate the opinion and input of those around you that think more and talk less. If you're an introvert, learn to speak out when you feel strongly about something. Learn to be bold when you feel your actions can make a difference. And regardless of where you place yourself within the introvert-extrovert spectrum, develop your critical thinking skills to become better at disentangling truth from assertiveness, looks, or status. I know it's hard to do, but it's worth trying. Peace, love, and introverted cookies. Well, that's all for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to it, rate it, and share it with your friends. To listen to previous episodes, just go to grumo.com. That is G-R-U-M-O.com. Thanks for listening. My name is Miguel Hernandez, and this was the Grumo Podcast.